On this show, we don't judge people based on their looks. Until now, Tyler. <laughs> Today's the day. I don't think we're allowed to do that. I think we're gonna. I, I think we're gonna. And I think in this case, you may agree that it's necessary. I think we're gonna learn a little something about you. We're gonna learn something about me. We're definitely gonna learn a little something about him. I guess so. And the thing is, is I will only do this if we call these people out by name. Because if we're going to look shame people, I want people to know exactly who it is that we're taking down. Well, here's the idea. I don't want for you to make fun of his aesthetics. I don't want I, this is what I want. I'm going to show you a picture of a man and I want you to tell me. All right. What this person has been arrested for. I know that's very tough to do, but here's the deal. Oh, so you're putting me in the spot to judge others. Sure. I'm the person judging. That's exactly right. But I'm the one of the two of us that doesn't like to judge. I don't think that's fair to say. Uh, he, okay, I'm showing him the picture right now. I mean, he's clearly a gamer. I think that's, oh, yes, he is, Tyler. He's clearly a gamer. Oh, he seems yes, a bit confused. He he's like a, like a big dopey type almost, you know, but he's got the- um, He's got the glasses. He's, he's got, got a little bit overweight. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. Real short hair. Yeah, uh, I would say tax evasion. Okay, that's a fair that's a fair judgment. Okay, mm -hmm. now what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you just basically how this article was written up because I think there is a fun little twist at the end. Okay? All right, all right. This is kind of an observation, not just of the crime itself, but by the way that these things are covered. Observational okay? humor. There I you like go. It. It's all over the place. Just open up your eyes, you big dummy. And a lot of people are getting canceled because of it. So we need to tiptoe, right? Tiptoe. <laughs> a Florida nurse has been charged with multiple counts of sexual assault after he told several dozen patients that a gynecological exam was part of the COVID-19 testing. Oh Tyler. my God. A Florida man. Oh. And you know they should always be trusted, Tyler. Florida man, why? Why do you do this to us? 23-year-old Billy J. Bryan. The guy sexually molested dozens of people, and I just said, why do you do this to us? I mean, did you just see what just happened, what I just did there? And and when you say that, do you mean just molesters in general? Like Florida you? man. Florida man. Oh. All the Florida men making uh, the rest of us Florida men look really bad in the nation's eye, but what this guy did to those people, way worse in context. I thought that you were just talking about the molester community, that this guy was pulling you down. I don't know them that well. 23-year-old Billy J. O'Brien. Billy J. O oh, yeah, he's murdered somebody with that name. They've got to throw the middle initial in just so you could d differentiate him from all the other Billy O'Briens, which is a pretty badass name. I think it's fair to say that if you have three names, you're some kind of psychopath. You are a killer. You have murdered before, maybe eaten a baby. Well, you know why they do that, right? I'm sure that this guy does not go by Billy J. O'Brien. How do you know? It's the same reason that they call him John Wayne Gacy, because if you start calling him John Gacy, every John Gacy in the world now has to deal with that. All right. You want to differentiate. That's actually why they do it. OK. Oh, yeah. It's John Gacy, the pedophile. That's how we differentiate. So this guy, O'Brien, was assigned to the COVID-19 testing as it pops up and they're just trying to fill the gap. No pun intended. And he, <laughs> he was allegedly performing inappropriate gestures of sexual nature upon his victims who believed they were being tested for the coronavirus. What kind of wait, wait a minute? The entire situation 
is inappropriate. So what are the gestures in the middle of this inappropriate situation that would then they themselves be regarded as inappropriate? Now, that is the question, Tyler. That is the question. When I read that to you, what do you think has happened there? When, when I read you just basically the, the idea of the crime. I just, uh, for some reason, and I don't know why, my brain just went to, he works in an old folks home and he's just oh. walking around to all the grandparents, my abuelo and my abuela, and just, and just swabbing their buttholes and whatnot, Ryan, checking for COVID. My abuelo is going to the dinosaur? Yes, yeah, he, he's getting his butthole checked and not even with the swab or anything, with this dude's finger who isn't even wearing gloves. I am T-Rect right now, <laughs> Tyler. What? Completely. What? I went back to the dinosaur thing. I'm so sorry. We need to, when are we going to start recording, Tyler? Soon? Yeah, just keep talking. I'm sure we'll get there eventually. <laughs> now, here is where it threw me for a loop, okay? According to reports... One victim described the test. He told me to close my eyes and keep my mouth wide open before inserting something very warm inside my mouth that had the shape and the taste of a small penis. And he wasn't worried that people were going to open their eyes and see this man's penis in front of them? I don't. No. What's the end game here, Spence? I don't, I, I, I don't know what this man is thinking in terms of how he would ever get away with it. What is the... Well, he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you kids and that damn dog. What is the taste of a small penis? Is it different than the taste of a, of a, of a fat wang? I mean, I would assume it's just uh, more to the taste of skin. More skin, more of a taste. Now, if that happened to you, Tyler, do you open your eyes and, and spring into action or do you just close your eyes tighter and just be like, I, I, I got to make it through this thing? Well, this is like one of those scenarios where they ask you, would you do this thing for a million dollars? You don't really know because you've never looked at a million dollars full in the face. You don't know. So I say full in the face. I've never stared down a fat man's tiny penis full in the face. So I don't know what I would do in that scenario, but I like to think that I would act quickly. <laughs> that is shocking information. To get, I, just, I like to say that I don't know myself. Who knows what would happen? You have never been looking at the business end of a tiny <laughs> stiff one eye That's of a what's shocking. <laughs> yeah this is incredible a shameful admissions in the cold open i'm sorry i'm just a boy I, I need to get out there and experience the world when it comes to having the shape and taste of a small penis my name is ryan and my name is tyler and we are those guys you taste Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that's been voted the Myers Leonard of podcasting. To my left, we literally finish each other's sandwiches, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? I can't believe I have to say this out loud, but just so you everybody knows, those guys you hate is very pro-Jew, okay? We are pro-Jew. Are you pro-Jew if you call it pro-Jew? Yes. Yes, we are pro-Jewish. Jewish. He was a Jew. Everything. He wasn't a Jew. He was Jewish. We're, <laughs> we're, we're pro all the all all races and cultures and religions. For all of you who don't have any sort of clue what the hell we're talking about, Myers Leonard is a Miami Heat basketball player who I believe accidentally said a, a, a slur for a Jewish person. Correct. But 
in the climate that we're in right now, there's not a lot of forgiveness for that. So he's kind of taken his comeuppance. Absolutely. But, and he and he put out the apology and did all that stuff. But, you know, the Internet. And let me say right now, I don't know that it was an accident. I, I watched the clip and that's the way it came off to me. I don't know anything about anything. I just looked at, oh, he's 29 years old. He should know better. I, I thought he was just coming out of like high, college or something. 29 years old is you're you're pretty much a man at that point. And what I will say is this finally on it. If you don't know what a word means, you are still responsible if you use it. It's your mouth, your it, words, your breath. All ignorance of it. is not a defense in that circumstance, especially when you're man. We got really preachy here. Yeah. On yeah, today's. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that we weren't anti. Absolutely. And we, you need everybody to know how much better we are than them. I'm pretty sure they picked up on it. On today's show, we return to a time when killing was fun. Oh, I love the sound of that. Um, and later on today's show, Brian, Boy Scouts and Norman Rockwell. What the hell? Uh, you know what? I don't know what your segment is going to be about, but I do have some things going off in my mind because what you just said seemed like a universal truth to me. There's a lot of Boy Scouts in Norman Rockwell's paintings. There are. All right. There are. I'm really looking forward to learning about that. Mm -hmm. It's something that excites me. I am no longer as sad as I used to be. Let's do the Depression Index. No one cares. You don't know what to do. What the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, give me a little talk about mental health, buddy. Oh, it's not real. And we should just do whatever we feel like all the time. A hedonistic lifestyle, Ryan. That's the secret. I believe that this is the second inflammatory thing we've said on the show. Pierce Morgan just got into it by saying mental health isn't real. So we should be careful with that. Did he really say that? Oh. I saw that he got in trouble because for blasting uh, Merkel, Meghan Merkel, Mer I, I, Merkel from Family Matters, I from a certain type of royal family. Sure, and uh, I I heard that he got uh, in trouble for it. I have no idea what he actually said. Well, I she, thought it was like racist or something. Well, she said the stress of everything that has been going on with the royal family, whatever the hell that is, paparazzi. I have no freaking. I was clue. gonna say just the the being popular and everybody following you around all the time has got to be stressful. Well, she said, and they left. And she said that she's had suicidal thoughts because of all of the pressure that's been on her. I get it. He said that he didn't believe her went down that that slippery slope. Hey, he's a jackass. Yeah, he is a jackass. Yeah, I, I was obviously kidding. That's why we call this say, this the depression index. He is a provocateur who, yeah. who seems to have gotten got. Uh, yeah, good for him. You, you, you get your comeuppance. Yep. Now just do all the rest of them. <laughs> and we'll there's, there's about a billion more. Um, so for this week's depression index, we are going to discuss, I am going to discuss, pressure and rushing through life. Now, over the last few weeks, Ryan and I have been um, procrastinating, and because of that procrastination when it comes to getting the new house and with the show and all that stuff, pressure builds. And then you're forced to rush at the end of the deadline to get everything done. And you're mad at yourself at and, that point. And you're like, why did, why did past me do this to future me? Absolutely. It's the cycle from hell. Yep. And so I just want to remind everybody out there right now, if you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, check in with your body right now. Relax all your muscles. Relax those shoulders. Relax that jaw. And really, you should be able to tell how much pressure you just let off. And if we just do that throughout the day, I think our, uh, our physical health and our mental health can improve dramatically. Do you know how many people out there who are listening to the sound of your voice right now think you're a kook? Uh, probably all of them. I wonder if uh, if 
half of the people out there understand the relation between your mental body and your physical body and how deeply those two things are connected. I bet you all of our fans in India know what's up. Very spiritual out in India. Everybody who's listening to the sound of my voice, stimulate your pineal gland and your prostate gland. Yes, yes. But for that second one, you're going to need to phone a friend. <laughs> Where are you at this week? Uh, this week, I am at a three. Spin that wheel. One, wow. two, three. Oh, man. Nubba nub dub. Your number has been so low recently, but damn, do you remember how to spin that thing, Tyler? I know, I know. It's just uh, muscle memory. Okay. It's if I still had muscles in that arm. Okay, now... I'm going to do one that's a little bit more, I don't know if the right word is pragmatic. It's going to be something a little bit more based, you know, feet on the ground kind of thinking. Got your hands in the dirt. Hands in the dirt. I am considering getting rid of my Apple Watch. Okay. Yeah, I could see how that would uh, that would distract you throughout the day, all day long. You, you know, it's not even that. It's not about text messages. It's it really what it is, is this desire to keep my stats to go to the gym, see how many calories I burned, how long I was there. It honestly, in a lot of ways, has become more of a nuisance than it is enjoyable. Do, do, do you understand kind of- Of course, right? of course. It almost feels like you have a constant homework assignment strapped to your arm. Sure, that is a, very much what it feels like. And and I want to challenge people out there, much like Tyler just had you, you know, while you're driving, close your eyes and relax a little bit. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, if you're driving, make sure you close your eyes, otherwise what I just told you won't work. Your shoulder's really, really <laughs> tense. I'm challenging people to think, is there something in your life that you're holding on to just because you're accustomed to it? Is there something that is no longer serving you, but you hold on to it just because you've always held on to it? I know for me, there's so many things like that, and I am gonna do my very best to pull those things up, except for the ones that hurt too much, I'm gonna hold on to those. Speaking of things that hurt, I am at a three this week. Oh, two, oh. three. Oh my God. Ow. Ryan, hey, do you know what that means? For the first time ever in this show's history, you and I have tied during Dude, Depression Index. That is true. Three and three, we've never done that before. What are the chances, bro? I hope that, we, I hope that we do this again, because I actually really like it. This was fun. And, and I think just dismounting off that uh, depression index, I think something a that a lot of people don't know is the fact that you can become addicted to your emotions. They are drugs, just like cocaine and alcohol. And when you get so used to being angry and, and tapping into that anger, you completely forget that you're not supposed to feel angry all the time. Well, when you say that you can become addicted to your emotions, just like drugs and alcohol, what do you mean by that? By people define themselves, much like sports teams or the way you work out, define themselves by their uh, by their emotions. Somebody's an angry person and then they write it off as, oh, well, that's just, I had somebody one time tell me, oh, that's just a uh, New York honesty. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's just you being an asshole. It's, it's just specifically you being a dick. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people don't understand or don't know is that it might be scary. It might feel scary. You don't have to hold on to that stuff. Sure. Even though that's all you've ever known, that's not all you have to know from now on. Well, we've talked about it before. Uh, in my past relationships, I got addicted to the drama. I got addicted to the insanity. And when you get into that anxiety, when you get into that fear, well, as a matter of fact, the news is you know making a billion dollar business out of it. When yeah. you feel that fear, it, it causes a chemical reaction in your brain and you are used to that chemical. So challenge yourself. See where that stuff is popping up. Illuminati, Ryan. Illuminati. <laughs> Tyler, last week I asked you very blatantly, and maybe I should have bit my tongue a, a little bit, but 
I've never seen a pregnant Asian lady in my life that I can recall. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see a lot of Asian babies, but I don't ever see an Asian lady gestating. Okay. So it got me thinking, Tyler. Oh, God. I don't... I, if... Let me guess. You did your research on X videos or XNXX. <laughs> no, no. Pregnant Asian lady. No. Oh, you know what? That's a good idea. More on that 61. <laughs> They'll show you up there. Tyler. Yes. Can you recall ever seeing a commercial for a microwave? Have you ever no. seen a commercial for a microwave? I mean, it is a device that is in every home in America. I don't know how... I, people d decide which ones they want. Is there a souped up, you know, Jordan version? Like, like, I don't know anything about the microwave world because I feel like it's it's being hidden from me. I know somebody who owns a $650 microwave and it makes this really loud, annoying sound. I think it's broken. Is What, what is that? Is this, is this a real story? I really hope we cut this. Yeah, it's microwave. It was like 600 and something dollars and it just makes that really loud noise when you turn it on. Does it? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a that's a that's a fail by him and that's a fail by the people who did it. We're going to have to bleep his name just in case. <laughs> going to have to bleep it again. <laughs> Stop making my job harder. All right, let me ask you another question, Tyler. Sure. And this one is a little bit more esoteric. Is it better to do the right thing and fail or do the wrong thing and succeed, Tyler? The right thing and fail or the, well, obviously I would want to say the right thing and fail because you always look like the, the hero saying I would want rather do the right thing. Okay. But now how do you actually feel? Um, I, man, I, there's so much nuance that needs to go into that. Like what bad thing am I doing? Well, let me just, am I murdering a random person or am I a bombing Hiroshima again? Sorry guys. Those are your two, those are your two ramps. <laughs> That's all I got. Those are your, so, so, so the good one is murder. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, you murder know of far less people in a much quicker way. This is, I'm glad that this worked out this way because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. here's our situation with the show. You get a pass Nagasaki for better or for worse. When, when people correspond with me, it's almost always about one thing. They say, Hey, listen, I love your show. I'm subscribed. I, as a matter of fact, I'm totally dialed in. I want to be part of this cult. Mm-hmm. But I think I need to kill someone. Okay. All right. I want to kill someone and I don't want people to kill. I don't, I don't think it's right. I think it's immoral, but we need your subscribes. We need your ears. We need you to listen for us to, to end up where we're supposed to be, which is on the top, Tyler. I don't appreciate you always pulling me into this conversation simply because the dismount is always you telling the audience that we need their subscriptions. And I can't disagree with that. I know. I know. I don't want to succeed by doing the wrong thing, but I don't want to fail while doing the right thing. It's like burying a, a body of somebody you've murdered under endangered plants. You're probably going to get away with it, but man, is it morally right? Absolutely not. And maybe throw a dog on top of them. So in case anybody digs it up, it just seems, well, you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's do don't kill, but when you do. Don't kill. But when you do. Okay, guys. Now again, don't kill. But when you do, I'm going to give you a couple little tips. And today I'm doing something a little different, Tyler. Today I'm doing one for the ladies and for the gentlemen, okay? So everybody. Well, except for people who don't subscribe to a gender. And for all those people, I got you next week. So <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to this. Tyler, men 
out there who are in the situation where they just know that they're gonna have to kill. Uh-huh. And I guess this could be used by either sex, but then that would kind of ruin the way that I have this set up. Sure. Here's what the police are going to do once you killed this person who probably deserves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to try to get you to reveal things about the crime scene that have not been reported on. They're going to hold on to a couple of key factors and see if you slip up in interrogation and snitch on yourself. Most killers snitch on themselves, Tyler. I've, I've heard of that before, where you just talk to them and have a normal conversation with them until they divulge that piece of information that no one should know. They almost act like, like you're helping them. Like, oh yeah, you have such great insight. That is so smart. You become friends with them. You kill that guy? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, John. Yeah, I did. Now, again, don't kill, but when you do, watch your back. Pay attention, okay? Don't be stupid. Now, ladies, okay, now again, men can use this. We're not being gender specific, but ladies are generally what, Tyler, when, they, when they're killers? Poisoners. Ladies are poisoners. Yes. So ladies, listen to me. It's a much sexier way to do it. And you don't have to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with somebody. You mm. don't have to physically confront somebody. You watch from the ventilation ducts. But you can. You can. You are just as strong as we are, ladies. You could definitely go toe-to-toe -to -toe with somebody. I'll beat the shit out of you. Jesus. I, now, if you're going to use arsenic, please remember that the human hair charts the doses, Tyler. Yeah. The yeah. human hair charts the doses. So basically, I believe that's for every... Uh, you know, I, I forget what the same month. That's okay. Yeah, That's no, right. it's like for every centimeter, it's six months or something like gotcha, that. Gotcha. I don't remember what the equation is, but they can literally take your hair, cut it up into pieces and then go back and chart out. Okay. He got this dose in December. He got this dose in January. It's like rings on a tree. If you're a roommate, you fuck dog and you're going to blow it for us. Stop being stupid. And I don't know. How, how do you want him to kill him now, Tyler? Well, it, it can't be with any kind of drug or it can't be with any kind of substance that can be traced so easily. Like you just said, but beyond the hair, you got the blood, the urine, the fecal matter. You don't need it, but why not? We're already here. So I would say you got to do it in a more uh, mysterious way. You don't want to leave evidence for people to find. Not that I've ever thought about this. <laughs> I mean, like geez, it's very strange that you're wearing a full latex bodysuit right now, Tyler, and licking a machete. Why is that strange? All right, Tyler, let's go ahead and take a break. I'm going to see if I could fit into that latex bodysuit with you face to face, and let's come back and let's see if we can do the show like that. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook, too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what 
they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate, and let's get back to the show. Those guys. Sitting and sitting and contemplating life. And sitting and sitting and texting to your wife. You hate. And sitting and sitting and that beat is infectious. And sitting and sitting. We both have erection. Those guys you hate. Red circle. Hey, hey, hey. Red circle. Now, I had uh, Street Producer Lenny, I just saw this button on here, and, and I still have this loaded up from last week, and it, I really got a giggle out of this. No, don't do it. No, no, don't I mean, do I, I pray that that's not real. You and I have watched no. the video. Yeah, we have, no. and I'm sad no. by it. Sad no, by don't it. do it. <laughs> I'm a virgin. Now, that's if, terrible. You, if you have a spare moment, no. and you're anywhere near an electronic device, no. <laughs> Please go to YouTube and type in no, don't do it and just prepare yourself for the greatest time of your life. Would you happen to would you happen to know the answer if I asked you how you originally came across that? I, you know, I just look up a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of sound effects involved in this show. So I'm constantly out scouring the internet, as it were, and I find these sound effects, and sometimes I'll play them for my son, and they're memes. They're they come from a, a bevy of different places. Tyler. Yeah, the internet is a very fascinating place, isn't it? Though it is. Speaking of a fascinating place, you play video games, don't you? I do, and those are on the internet. Uh, sure. That's a segue. Everything's on the internet these now, days. I want. What I have here on my iPad, and I know that this doesn't translate all the time to the podcasting audience, the podience. I have a screenshot from a video game that I played on my iPad very recently, and there's something with this that is a bit amiss. Can you basically just describe what it is that you're looking at without reading it? Well, it's a video game screen where it's giving you what look like three options in a response to the conversation you're having. It's a role-playing game okay. to where you can make decisions for your character. I like that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, me too. I like the strategy. I don't like how fast can you move. That's not my kind of jam. I, I, I like base building. That one's fun. Strategically placing your buildings and, and growing troops, that kind of stuff. Okay, I understand what big, you're saying. Big fan. Like Command and Conquer kind of thing. Understood. Understood. Now, this one, I want you to just go ahead and read to the audience and tell me if anything stands out to you. Okay, so the box says biohazard, and it says you meet a gray bearded adventurer. Always keep your valuable somewhere safe, he says, showing you a handful of gold and some pubic hair. <laughs> I mean, dude, this is in the middle of a game that's literally not like that at all. It literally took me aback. Did you take the pubic hair or the gold? Really? What did you think was going to happen? You are cursed necrotic. That is unfortunate. I have Why been, did you take the pubic hair? What would you have pushed, Tyler? I want some gold. Okay. Well, now that I know the, the 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 end result, I no longer want the pubic hair. Yeah, I, I you know what I felt for it. I was like on a let's make a deal in hell, and Monty Hall's like, "Do you want the gold or the pubic <laughs> hair?" And that went, 
I'll take the pubic hair all fired up. And the yeah. whole audience was like, damn, he did it. You thought you were going to get like, you were doing like reverse psychology on him. Like they think I'm not going to pick the pubic why, hair. Why would anybody pick pubic hair? Watch what me pick this pubic uh, hair. Oh, it's actual pubic hair. Shit. Watch me pick this pubic hair. Tyler, you do a new segment every other week. I do. Can you describe it to the people? Well, it's called good, bad, and the interesting, but I have to warn our listeners that Ryan and I came into this episode so underprepared. So we're kind of ad-libbing. We're, we're not as, um, as scripted as we normally, well, not scripted, but we don't have as many bullet points well, as we would normally like. Well, the reason is because we are actually recording on a Wednesday this week. We normally record on Sundays. Sundays are our recording day from start to end. We spend the yeah. whole, whole day together. Hate Sundays. Oh, it's just the worst. Worst. I'm like Stu Gatz's wife. So the, the whole deal is that this- We got to make different references, bro. We certainly do. <laughs> the whole deal is that this week, everything is upside down. And Tyler and I, instead of saying, hey, you know, screw it, we'll, we'll figure it out next week- we're getting it done, even if we're not prepared. For sure. So please continue. No, and it's good, bad, and the interesting. I am underprepared. So I have three stories for you. One is good. One is bad. I will warn you, this bad one is a bad one. And the interesting, which, uh, as I said at the at the beginning, has to do with Boy Scouts and art. Norm, and Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. I bet you most people listening to this have no clue who Norman Rockwell is. I simply know the name, and then I've and then when I read the story. Uh, when the pictures uh, came up on the screen, I had recognized them because I had seen them before. The Saturday Evening Post is, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's our interesting, Ryan. Hmm. Ryan, would you like to hear our good? Please. Reef Revival. This is, comes in from The Guardian. Fiji's Corals are bouncing back much better than scientists could have predicted. That is fantastic. Back, back in 2016, a, um, a, I believe a hurricane, it says cyclone, but I'm almost positive it's a hurricane, came through that area and wiped all the coral out and it has bounced back like never be, like they weren't expecting it to. We can review, I would be interested to know the difference between a hurricane and a cyclone. I would actually be interested to know that too. It says here that on February 20th, tropical cyclone Winston, you dickhead, caused devastation on land and water. The winds got up to 280 kilometers per hour. How much is that in miles per hour, Ryan? More than six. <laughs> Technically right. Uh, and, oh, wow, that's a weird thing to laugh right before saying, but it actually claimed 44 lives. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Leaving more than 40,000 homes damaged or destroyed in the storm surges, smashed reefs in their path. Winston caused $1.4 billion in damage. Is Fiji, and, and this is the, the segment of the show where I ask you questions you probably don't know the yeah, answer Yeah, oh, to. and I definitely this week. Is Fiji a third world country? I, what constitutes a third world country? I wouldn't be surprised. Very much like um, uh, Dominican Republic, where we've been, there are certain areas for the tourists that are immaculate. They're beautiful. You drive through the residential streets, and it's nothing but just, it looks like war-torn almost. That was the first time I'd ever been out of this country, and that's the first time that I've ever seen real poverty. Not that there aren't people here who are suffering, but I'm talking about, well, of course there are homeless people here. I was going to say, there's a lot of homeless people yeah, here. Of, of course, but it is... You're around people who have things. Now, I'm not discounting anybody's pain or anything like that, but I'm telling you, in Dominican Republic, I just saw, and this is weird that this sticks with me, 
it was like Monday afternoon at like 2 p.m. And we drove by a field and there was a guy sitting on a chair in the middle of the field. And I'm like, what's your backstory, bro? <laughs> what are you doing today? And where do you need to be? Because you're just sitting in a field and I don't get it. I would simply take the story of the chair you were sitting on because yeah. I'm sure it went through some crazy shit. The life and times of this bar stool. Or how about when we went to, I believe it was Costa Rica and we passed, which also, so there are some people that are just destitute over there. Sure. And we drove past in a residential area, they have these big door frames and one of these, I'm prostitutas as they call them, was sitting in the doorway with just her leg up and it was just for all to see and it was kind of just like, hey, look, man, do you want this or not? You're talking about Sophia. Yes, right. Wait, We're what, not supposed what, to name people by names. What did that have to do with what I was talking about? Why does it always go back to prostitutas for you, man? I don't know. Just what my heart desires. <laughs> <laughs> the brain wants what the brain wants. I mean, you know what? Over in Dominican Republic, very oh, we've got all the time in the world. I back in the Dominican Republic, I saw people with no doors and no windows on their house. Yeah. It was an entirely different field. That's one of the first things that opened up my eyes. You don't want to take any chances from uh, blocking that wind from getting into your home because it is hot as shit well, over there. Listen, man, you can't break into my house if I don't try to keep you out. That's true. Think if I invite that. everybody in, you can't break <laughs> in. <laughs> You're already in. <laughs> All right, Ryan, now we're going to go into our bad. So, wait, the good thing there was people are poor? No, Fiji, the coral reefs are oh. bouncing back. What? You took it to the poor place. That feels like 10 years ago you Jeez. said that. Okay, Ryan, for our bad, I have to be upfront with you before we get into this, the audience. This is a tough one to digest. I ask that we do our best, Ryan, you and I. Like corn. Uh, Do our best... Because corn doesn't break down in the body. You can see it in your poop. You can. I ask that we do our best to be delicate with this story, and we are off to a good start. <laughs> see it in your caca, Tyler. Because it is genuinely bad, Ryan. Okay. All right. So treat this with respect. Please. The way we handled that Myers Leonard thing. Exactly. Yeah. We'll just throw it in and uh, be all flippant with it. All right, Ryan. Let's do a quick word association to get along, get going with this story. Every time I reference a man by the name of Rodney Vicnair. Wait a minute. Is he Spanish? I don't know. Okay. You, there's four if I see Rod, I'm going Rod, okay? There's four R's at the beginning of Rodney. Uh, anytime I say the name Rodney Vignair, think of Rodney Vignair. I want you to picture the name and the man. Be Rodney Vignair. And now, no, you don't want to be Rodney Vignair. And I now I want you to associate that name, that man, with the phrase complete and total human waste. Okay. All right. I can't see him in my mind, but I have a nice narrative about him. Yes. Think poop emoji, but lot, a lot less friendly. With corn. Is there a corn emoji? No. Okay. Let's talk about said human waste. This unfiltered human shit stain was a 13-year cop for the NOPD, New Orleans Police Department. Huh. He had a couple complaints about him in the past. Come on, they can't be that bad. I'm sure it's not that big of a deal. Oh, <laughs> wait. What, what, what's, what, oh, in 2009, he ran a woman's license plate while she was inside shopping, hung out near her car, and then called her by name when she come back, and then lied and tried to convince her that they knew each other. Oh, yeah, that one? Okay, oh. okay, 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 okay. I get it. I get it. That's not that bad. That's, no, that's, hey. Now, wait a minute. Just very quickly. Go. And no. what's so bad about that, what you're saying is just because of the way that he's using his power? What an invasion of privacy yeah. that is. And to creepily wait for some, I, I just the whole thing. It, it's it's a red flag. It's a red flag. It's, it's, it's a red flag. It's, but okay. 
Okay, it's I can brush that off. It's not that bad. Who hasn't, me. who hasn't hung out by a woman's car late at night waiting for her to How come out? How do I out? get that computer system? No, <laughs> no big di- Hmm? <laughs> Oh, 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 my mistake. In 2016, he was one of multiple officers on the scene of a homeless man who died of an overdose. And while he was very obvious, while the girlfriend who was there was very obviously traumatized, they made fun of the corpse. And then this man specifically threatened the girlfriend. Do you know what I can do to you? I believe was the phrase. And he did that in terms of what? She was angry that they were joking? I would assume so. And yeah. she was distraught, probably screaming, and he used his power to threaten her. So what can he do to her? Like, what did that mean? He was doing it. Oh. He was in the position of power and he was doing it. Oh, okay, by being a cop, not threatening, like, sexually. Uh... No, no, no. He was threatening, like, I could take you to jail okay. kind of stuff. Uh, understood. Yeah, 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 understood. This man. Just because, you know, comedy comes in three threes, Ryan. So do I. You know how it goes. Uh, yeah. He was the officer assigned to a 14-year-old girl who had just been raped to take her to the hospital for her rape kit. Aye, aye, aye. He took her, and then on the way back, raped her. That's not what a rape kit is. That is Somebody, not what a rape kit is. This guy needs to go through training again, because that is not what that is, Tyler. You think he should go through training again? You think you think all it was was just a little miscommunication in the police training? I think somebody didn't carry a decimal and look at what could happen. It's the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect of molestation. He was arrested in September on charges of sexual battery, indecent behavior with a juvenile, and malfeasance in office. The victim was 14 years old at the time of the alleged crimes and had already survived child sex abuse. He preyed on not only the daughter, but the mother. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, are we done? Can I give my overarching? Go for it. I, okay. Go for it. I think, as a whole, the police are good people. I th- Absolutely. I think that, it, that there's, it takes a certain person to be called to that occupation and want to help. Yes. But what do we do with the idea that having power calls to a very certain type of person? that that type of person that you're describing, if all of that is true, that is somebody who needs to dominate. That is somebody who needs to be in control. And what is the perfect job for that? It's postman. So, it's, Got it. And he, he brings twice. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what do we do about that, Tyler? What, what do we do about same thing with the military? It's a job that calls to people who are a little crazy. Mm-hmm. You're putting your life on the line. Abs- I'm not doing that shit. Absolutely. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't, don't want to be in charge of a, a, a kid's karate class in case there's some sort of backfire. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, you need uh, better vetting. You need longer training because the, the, the cops, police officer in this country, their training compared to other countries is... Week in review is I was gonna shit. say shit. Really, it's, it's only I think six weeks long, four, four to six weeks long. You're lying. I, you're lying. Week, week in review. I hope I'm wrong. Wow, me too. I hope I'm wrong. And in, in, in therein lies the rub, which the people that we need to protect us have to be a little crazy, and it's kind of that gladiator warrior mentality. You know what I mean? Well, I would very much, along with the week in review that I'm gonna that I'm gonna look up, I would very much like to look up. You know what? We've discussed this in the past. The police force that mandated meditation for all of their police officers and uh, uh, 
complaints against the all the officers dropped by like 50% or some ridiculous statistic like that. The town's we, in on it. We can review <laughs> What, they're just going for like best town in Canada uh, kind yeah. of, yeah, kind of like, competition? Hey, listen, they're putting in all this effort. Wouldn't it be funny if we slowed down the crime a little bit? They're going to think they're fucking doing something. These pigs. They actually think they're doing something for the community. I was just kidding to all the pigs out there. The police officers, or are you actually talking to well, animals? I was saying how much I like police officers, and then I went with the pig joke. It felt wrong yeah, coming out of my well, mouth. It was wrong. Yeah. We support police officers. Well, on this. we do. I yeah. said that at the very beginning. Well, minus this guy. Minus this guy. And, oh, oh yeah. And yeah. let me definitely not him. And let me just say this before Rodney. we go. Before we go off an interesting, I didn't pick this story because he's a cop. He could have been a teacher. He could have been a doctor. He, I don't give a shit what his profession is. I picked this story because it's fucked up. Yeah, it is. And fucked it's something up. that we could talk about. And it's systemic. I think all of them are doing it. For sure. What? <laughs> Sorry. It's a comedy podcast. I was about to nod along and just give a generic I, I a, approval answer. Okay. I noticed it's Anyway, on to interesting. The Boy Scouts of America, which is facing more than 82,000 sex abuse claims, said in a court filing that it would establish a settlement fund of at least $300 million. Okay, so wait, wait. So the Boy Scout Association of America is ending, right? Is that true? The, yes, they have 82,000 sex abuse scandals or cases against them. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Any adult who even vaguely enjoys being around a child is a molester. In the woods. In in the woods, out of the woods. If they're a teacher, I think all teachers should go to jail time. Don't, <laughs> don't, I mean, okay. Have you ever I, been I, around somebody else's kids? It's terrible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. The only thing that would keep you there is your wang. <laughs> I mean, what about just some moral fiber? What about what about you just love for for the common good and and your the man next to you or the boy the, next to you the moral fiber supporting your erection Are you done almost The Boy Scouts of America to to combat these sex abuse claims again 82 Thousand. I don't even know how that's freaking possible. I didn't think there was that many Boy Scouts. The, no, it's just been, it's multiple people complaining about each individual person multiple <laughs> times. Maybe they just kept hooking up with the same kid over and over it's again. It's like the Catholic Church. These people seem to be pedophile factories, it's man. A, it's immediately what I thought of. It, it's these institutions that they're just cranking them out. But at least with the Catholic Church, they're telling these people not to fuck and it, and it messes them up. These people are actively going in and preying on these children. Did I just make one pedophilia better than the other? You, sir, we did window shopping on pedophilia. We did. I, this is going to be our last episode. Prob it's it's, it's got to be. Probably. I get it. I <laughs> hate that we have to say this, but those guys you hate are not pro-child molester. Yeah, Please. Definitely. We are con child. Sans child. Anti-child anti molester. I think you just say Sandusky because not that Sans. either. Sans. Oh, yeah. That's probably not a great way to go. They are going to sell 60 original Rockwell paintings. Okay. They're sitting on a, uh, a a cachet of 60 original Rockwells. Norman Rockwell was a painter from what? The, the 30s? Uh, the 40s? Something like that. Ba back when America was America. Yeah. It was white. It was just filled with white people. Red and blue. Well, right. yeah, there are two other colors in there. That's right. <laughs> we don't even care about the red and blue. <laughs> no, it was back in the day when, you know, uh, my, my grandmother had a big giant Norman Rockwell painting hanging in her bathroom. 
Ani oh, did. Oh, that's probably where I remember yep. it from. It's triggering, triggering some old memory. And it's a police officer sitting at what looks like a like a soda jerk's counter. That's right. And there's a little kid sitting next to him. I don't remember and, if he was a Boy Scout or not. And wasn't he like looking over at sure. him? Yeah, I sure. remember that. Yeah. Wow, yep. How about that? So, and if you Google uh, Norman Rockwell, you will immediately recognize, more than likely, you will immediately recognize his work. Um, and if you're driving, make sure to Google it right hey, now. Hey, do it right now. If you're on I-95, look it up right now. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I totally forgot to tell you. If you're driving, open your eyes. You get to open your eyes now. We told him to close it They're at the beginning of the show. They're still relaxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open yep. up your eyes now and check out Norman Rockwell. And then look down at your phone and Google Norman Rockwell. That's right. So 60 originals. First of all, when the hell did the Boy Scouts of America become art thieves? It's like Ocean's Eleven over here. I mean, George <laughs> Clooney's going to pop up with both with two Rockwells under each arm. What is this, an Italian job? I don't understand it. Why are these people allowed to hold on to these things? Why are we not storming the Boy Scouts of America Capitol, Ryan? What I need to know is why did Norman Rockwell love Boy Scouts so much? Why do you think, Ryan? Is he in on this? Is that where this is going? I, be, I bet you if you were to run like a scan of sorts across these paintings, there would be some kind of like Da Vinci code <laughs> of just pedophilia throughout all of them. It'd be Da Vinci code, but that guy's DNA. Correct. Yeah. What am I looking at? Just all the Boy Scout photos that, that he has throughout his time. Look I'm how tight those shorts are in that left one. And those buns. I, oh my goodness. That's it right there. Yeah, there it is right there. We'll probably cut this out, but this is, it's called The Runaway by Norman Rockwell, if you want to Google it on your own while that, you're driving. That pedophile. You can't sue me, he's dead. And that, Ryan, is GBI! 60 original Norman Rockwell paintings. Why do they have those? Session 60. Oh, yeah, good point. Hey, that's a little fun little nugget. Synergetic, bitch! Uh... Yeah, it, the whole thing is dubious at best, and I don't trust any man in a sash, Tyler. Sure. What about Fred? Oh, no, that was an ascot. Fred did wear an ascot. He looked like an asshole. What's the other word for ascot but the fancy ones? I, it's like an ergot or something like that. No, ergot's the poisoning of the foot that you saw on the video on Instagram. Oh, by the way, see that on Instagram. Go to those guys underscore you hate. There is a video that I pulled up from the vaults, deep in yeah, the vaults. It's a deep cut. That shows during session zero, the only cut of session zero that we have made public. And I showed Ryan somebody that was poisoned with ergotism and their foot was falling off. It's as incredible as it sounds. Go ahead and get over there to Instagram. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com where you can help us out. We're working with Audible right now. If you guys can go over there and support us, we would appreciate it so much. You guys have done so much already, but if you could go over there and help us out, we would love to keep cranking out content for you guys. Do it. Now, Tyler, yes. you did your bi-weekly segment, which is... The good, the bad, and the interesting. Okay? Correct. That's, something, that's a tool that you've had time to sharpen. I'm going to try something that I've done before, but it's been a while. I hope you're ready. So let's play your favorite game, Tyler. Yeah. Welcome to the game. Did you die? Welcome back, everybody. It has been way too long, and I am your host, Dick Frivel. Tyler, Ew. do you remember how to play this game, my friend? I do remember how to play this game. Well, let me tell the audience, this is the way that it goes. I have three facts about death. 
And what I'm going to do is I'm going to list them. Now, one of these facts about deaf ain't truly about deaf. It is false. And it is Tyler's job to figure it out. And he has never lost. Is that true, Tyler? Yes, it is. Holy crap. I want to win so bad I could taste it in my mouth. Are you ready, Tyler? You better be careful. Somebody's going to come up and put their small little wiener in their face. In your face. <laughs> so ready for that. I've been sitting here like a largemouth bass for no reason. Fact number one, Tyler. On December 14th, 1799, George Washington's pet parrot was removed from his funeral for swearing. Now, before you say anything, You've ruined this game many times by just saying which one you think is right and which one you think is wrong. Okay, okay. Ruining the buildup. Okay. So I'm going to ask that you put like one of those little cages like the BDSM guys do on their little tiny wieners. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, put, the, the chastity cage. Put a chastity cage on your spirit. I got a second one. For this game. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. So I got a backup. What do you think about the first fact? George Washington's pet parrot was removed from his funeral for swearing. Well, first I would like to say 1799, great year. And Incredible great year. Great year. Great Incredi year. Hot summer. George Washington's parrot, the very, uh, even before we get into the details of it, the idea of George Washington owning a parrot for some reason, really strange to me. Wow. I don't know why. Wow. All of a sudden you were an avianist. This yeah, is but, incredible. Well, when did George Washington become a pirate? I thought he was the first president. I didn't realize he got into chicanery <laughs> on a, the open seas. He had wooden teeth, Tyler. He's all about the chicanery. He did not have wooden teeth. You liar. Now, his... Is that the signal for me to stop talking? I I, I don't have it on the button, so it takes okay. a little bit. Um, so his parrot was removed from cursing. I mean, obviously, the, it's a fact that parrots can say curse words. So I, I can see that, although that is a ridiculous story. Do you think if I request it, they'll put a parrot in my funeral that'll curse a whole bunch? I think you have to train the parrot on your own. Ugh. Fact number two. A dentist invented the electric chair. Oh, they're all miserable. I know a few. Uh, yeah, I, that's a, is that the highest profession of suicide we can review? Yep. What do you think about that one? You think it's possible? Absolutely. Dentists are bastards. Love you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't listen to this. And finally, fact number three, you cannot donate your organs once you're dead. Um... Uh, that's hard for me to believe because the, if, what if I put in my will that I want my body uh, weakened at Bernie's and I want it danced around and then somebody fishes my organs out like as if I'm being mummified. Once you're dead, your organs can no longer be collected to be used on someone else. Why? Oh, I guess there's a very specific amount of time you need after somebody dies to collect their organs. Otherwise, you start. I'm saying the moment. It just becomes against the law to well, harvest organs. They're no longer any good. Oh. So how do they harvest organs? All right, Tyler. So we have three facts. We have the pet parrot. We have the dentist inventing the electric chair. And we have the organs cannot be harvested once you've expired, which which puts you in a weird place. That does put me in a weird place. Oh, wow. I can see I can see you're going through some troubles here. I can see it on your face. Well, I'm just confused. The third one sounds like a goddamn riddle. <laughs> I don't understand it. My organs are just fine. Use them. No, they are not. I'm not a doctor, but no, they are not. Not mine specifically. Definitely not yours specifically. All right. I'll go next door and get their organs. And then we'll just start this whole conversation all over again. Tell me what you're thinking, Tyler. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going, because of how ridiculous it is, I'm going to say number one is true. 
I'm going to say George Washington's parrot was removed from his funeral for cursing too much. Did you say number one was true? No, no, Tyler. You done lost for your very first time, Tyler. I did. How do you feel? Um, like a loser, like I'll never be loved and no one will ever cherish me as a human being. Well, at least this, this game was used for something positive to put you in your place. See, the thing is, here's how I did the little trick to you, Tyler. I get it. Yeah. You cheated like a little bitch. It was Andrew Jackson's pet parrot who was removed from his funeral for swearing. We can review because that sounds like a fun little story for everybody. See, but you hate losing so much that you... Just changed a tiny little detail in an otherwise true story. You're a bee. That's that is true. It would be very. I am a bee, Tyler. That's a dick move. It is. It's the only way that I could do it. I have such trouble coming up with lies. Fabricate us what? I, I really do because everything that I fabricate sounds so fake to me. But for so long in your life, you were a liar. Why can't you pull up some of those superpowers, Dude, like you had before? I have seen the light now, <laughs> and I wish I could go back, Tyler. I would give anything to be that guy that I used to be. <laughs> that light is poisoning you. I don't like you I, like this. I used to be so much fun. <laughs> um, so. In 1845, Andrew Jackson's pet parrot was removed from his funeral for swearing. Mm. We're going to get you that information. Yes. Okay, number two, Alfred Porter Southwick was a steamboat engineer, a dentist, and an inventor from Buffalo, New York, invented the electric chair. The trifecta. Love it. Old Sparky. And finally, the one that you chose, Tyler, you cannot donate your organs once you're dead. Here's what I got from the internet. Maybe I should check into this a little bit more, but I was very rushed. You actually need to be alive for them to harvest your organs. They will declare you clinically dead or some such term to get you around this inconvenience. But don't worry. The process will kill you. Absolutely. They actually say that the organs are like the fruit of the body because those are the first things to start decaying. Very, well, very quickly. I don't remember whether it was session zero or when we've actually been releasing the show, but I actually went and looked up how much the body parts would get you on an open market. That was during one of our episodes. That's yeah. our actual session. Oh, was it a regular one? It was a regular session. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was funny. And Tyler, that is your first loss at But Did You Die? I know. I know, but I'm going to come back next time and I will burn this house to the ground if I have oh, to. Oh, you're mistaken. We're never playing that again, Tyler. <laughs> I'm going out on top. Thank you guys so much. For, like Seinfeld. For being here. The last episode was off. I get it, Tyler. <laughs> I get it. I'm trying to land the plane and you're spitting in my face. Thank you guys so much for being here. We love you. You're part of the show. You are a Menendez Sorry. Sibling. Yeah. Those guys you hate.com. It has all the buttons strewn right across there, right in front of your face. Click on them all. Subscribe on them all. We love you. I told him that already. You, you, you media whore. Oh, did you? I don't listen to you. I understand. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Red circle. Red circle? Already? Red circle. Fuck, I'm not prepared, Tyler.
Don't tell the audience. No, no. This is the this is the very 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 unprepared show. It's almost as bad. It's it sounds like it's going to be as bad as our. Um, Don't you even say it. I'm Tyler. just saying episode 25. Scantily clad 60 here and in full operation, buddy old pal. Yeah. So Tyler, this place that I'm staying while we're in between mansions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All the movie channels. Like, honestly, all of the movie channels. Same thing with the place where I'm staying, HBO and the stars and all of it. Now, let me ask you something, you star bleeper. Do you have that thing where you talk into the micro, you you speak into the remote control? I've never seen them use it at the house. I don't think it's available, but it could be, and they just don't know how to use it. It is incredible. Yeah. It is incredible. You could say the name of any movie. You could say favorites. You could say free-to-me movies. It, it's it's nuts, man. You know you're you're being tracked when you talk into that thing, right? Sure. Sure, I do. I, I've honestly given up on all that stuff. Everybody's so worried about privacy. I, I don't even think that it's a thing anymore. You don't need privacy. Okay, everybody, this is my Uncle Sam. You No, 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 I'm saying, no, I'm sorry. I meant for that to come out as a question. You don't need privacy? Sorry, that's the tone and the cadence I should have used. I, I don't believe that I will ever have privacy again. I believe that that is, that's gone. If you would stop pushing your taint up against the window every morning. It's gone the way of the buffalo, Tyler. Let me jog by without me having to dissect how, well, you know what? Never mind. Feel free to dissect. I think I've said gone the way of the buffalo in like eight episodes straight. You've killed it. I've really killed it already. It. Just like the buffalo. It. Just so, like the Buffalo. So you know what I took a gander at, Tyler, while I have all these movies at my disposal? What's the gander? I, oh, what's good for the goose? I, well, first of all, I want to know what your movie watching technique is. Like, how do you watch a movie? Do you have to watch it all in one shot? No, no. What I like to do, and I, I think you're going to be able to relate to this. What I like to do is I'll start a movie and then I'll turn on my phone, my iPad, and maybe like start texting a bunch of people. And then I'll just lose whatever's going on in the movie by halfway point, And then I just give up on the movie altogether. Wow. Yeah. Uh, see, if I actually care about a movie, I will not do that. I will actually give it my proper attention. I don't know how to give things my attention. I am not even in control of my own attention. Are you serious right now? No, of course not. Oh, okay. I was just I, kidding. I do. I, I do, don't know where the shtick ends. I do it. have uh, attention problems, but yes, I'm. That would be a weird. What'd you say? I said I do have attention issues. My attention is always going all over the place. Please, he's taking his shirt off, ladies and gentlemen. What'd you say? That was the joke originally. Please stop. Uh, you know what I just watched was X-Men First Class. I don't care. X-Men First Class. That's a good movie. Incredible. It's a good movie. Incredible. James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. I think that's how you say his name. Nailed it. Uh, really excellent together. Really excellent. Yeah. I agree. You are a beast. But the thing is, um, I watched The Hunger Games. Really good. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite way on well, that. Oh, I'm sorry. The first one was good. The second one was really good. The third one was all right. I'm watching the second one now. It just seems, and perhaps this is the lament of the book nerd, mm -hmm. they have so much information that needs to be put into such a small period of time. And you already have parts of the book that you love. I don't know if anybody out there, dude, we should put Hunger Games up on our website. I mean, that... I, I know. Is that teen fan fiction? Like what? What is sure. it? Yeah, that's that's like older teen, not fan fiction. That's literally fiction made by fans. But it's uh, a yeah, sense like like older teen um, uh, fiction. Nailed it. 
Um, yeah, that wasn't a great dismount. I mean, it, you didn't get on pregame. properly. We're on, we're on pregame, though, so good it's all good. I can, I can stutter and all I want. <laughs> Feel free to skip back to the beginning of the episode. So I, I just it just felt so rushed to me. I, I just felt like everything was just done in such a hurried fashion. Have you finished two yet? No, I'm getting towards it. You're getting oh towards uh, the end. Yeah, the thing Man, is, I thought two was really good. When I watch a movie, I do it in like half hour clips. Mm-hmm. I I, uh, I I can't sit there for two hours. I just can't. Levitard was talking about how people will now watch five one hour shows instead of one two hour movie. You know what I mean? I'll do either. I don't give a shit. That's my boy. When I think they're coming out with the um, Justice League director's cut by Zack Snyder and I and don't quote me on this the we can review League. Justice okay. League the movie Justice League Zack Snyder directed it, it but they cut it it was okay but they apparently cut out a bunch of stuff and there's a director's cut which again don't quote me I think is like four to five hours long stop it so yeah yeah wow. with, with all the stuff that they recorded and he's saying this gets my mark of approval I think everybody's gonna like this so we'll see we can review sounds like a pompous douche if you ask me Tyler uh could be yeah I understand Wait, that. Wait, me or him? Yeah. Oh, okay. I understand that. Mm. All right, Tyler, you ready to rock and How roll? altruistic of you to understand. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.